every time in the last five years that I would slip into that survivor's remorse, I would remember when I ended up in the hospital from working those 18-hour days. Mm. I would remember how my last relationship suffered because I was working so hard that I lost my last relationship because I was putting so much into my business that I wasn't able to nurture my last relationship. Mm. I think about all the sacrifices that I had to make to get where I'm at right now, and that gets rid of my survivor's remorse. I earned everything. Yeah. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. What's going on, y'all? This is Justin Owens. This is the Run to Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, and personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And today, I'm excited. Listen, I have the CEO of Good Energy Worldwide. He's a trucking consultant. He has made his name synonymous with trucking, public speaker, serial entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the locker room. What's my up? brother, Mr. Alex Burton. How you feeling, man? man? Sensational. Man, I love it, man. Look, <laughs> looking good, man. Like, just looking healthy. It's yeah, just, man. Life has been exceptional for you, man. So I'm, I'm just excited for, one, not only the relationship we have, yeah. but just the impact, man, you've been able to make on so many people's lives, bro. Like, every time we go to events, like, you the person that's always going to be, like, shaking hands, kissing <laughs> babies, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Which I think really shares your heart towards people, mm -hmm. which is special. Um... I want to ask you a question. Like, what what is? Because we know about trucking. What is a talent that you have that probably most people have no clue to? <laughs> oh man, a talent. <laughs> Honestly, bro, during the pandemic, uh -huh. we was locked down, uh -huh. and I made my mind up that I wanted to leave out of the lockdown with a new skill. Yeah, and I'm just in a point in my life, Justin, where like, if I don't have fun doing it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's for revenue, like I'm just not interested. Like anything that I do from this point on, I gotta enjoy doing it. And I'm a music fanatic. I mm -hmm. love music. Yep. I used to sing. I used to rap. I used to. I actually won every year of my talent show in high school. Like I used to wow, think really? I was gonna be like the next okay. Drake for real, for real. <laughs> but um, that didn't go as planned. Mm -hmm. So I pivoted. But um, I'm a really good DJ, bro. Like I, I, I taught myself how okay. to DJ. Yeah. During the pandemic. That's tight. And I just practiced. I ordered all the equipment, mm -hmm. went on YouTube, learned what everything, how everything worked. And I, I stayed in the house for six months straight. And I just practiced and practiced. And now um, I actually uh, know how to DJ. And I'm really, really good. That's what's up. <laughs> so what's, what's your DJ name? Uh, you know what's so funny? I haven't started DJing like public yet, but yeah. I think I'm gonna go back to my name that I was when I was a promoter, which is Sincere. There we go. So I okay, think I'm I gonna like bring that. Sincere back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, alter ego. I yeah. Love it. Uh, let's talk about business really quick because you know obviously you you are in a place where a lot of people would strive to be. You mm -hmm. know, um, you've really dominated your space, um, and a lot of people they always look at that story, but they don't see a lot of the stuff that went into developing the story. Yeah. So I, I like the way I like to have the conversation. If you're talking to the 18, 19 year old Alex that's looking at, okay, how do I find a space, a career that I want to get into? What are some things that you learned in your process before the Alex that we see today mm -hmm. that's made you to who you are? Um, I think one of the best and most important decisions that I made, Justin, was going against the grain. Got it. And what does going against the grain mean? Um, for me, it meant that everybody around me at the time 
was doing things that was super cool. Yeah. Um, I, it was a lot of people that were still throwing parties. And I'm not throwing no shade to them, yeah, but yeah, like, sure. it was people throwing parties. It was people uh, rapping. It was, um, uh, you know, women were selling hair. Not saying I would sell hair, but it was just yeah. like, it was like these little niches, industries that everybody was kind of like doing. And for me, I was like, man, like, what can I do that no matter what happens, it's still going to be here? Got it. Right. Yep. And I feel like the word generational wealth is just thrown around really loosely. Mm-hmm. And you got to be super intentional with what industry that you want to enter in if that's your goal, yeah, which is sure. to create generational wealth. Mm-hmm. So as I'm doing my research in 2012, I had some capital. I had a line of credit. And I was like, OK, what industry do I go into? Mm-hmm. Um I was like, let me let, let's go. Let's get into transportation. Got it. Transportation was an industry that is an industry that it's impossible for it to stop. Yeah, it's literally impossible. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different forms of transportation, and until you kind of like think about it, you don't realize how vital it is. Yeah, yeah, because it's not. It ain't going nowhere. If, I think you said it before, too. It's like if trucks stop moving, transportation stop moving, the world shuts down. The world literally shuts yeah. down. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I always joke about the movie The Purge. If you want to see the real Purge in real life, let those trucks stop delivering food to the supermarkets. Yeah. That right? Yeah. And, and, and let's get real. Like, real estate, they say, is the uh, industry that creates the most millionaires, right? Mm-hmm. We've heard that. And it's, and it's yeah. real. Uh-huh. That and network marketing, but that's, you know. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Right? But I tell you all the time, like, yo, without trucks, there's no real estate. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The materials to build houses, et cetera, where they come yeah. from. Yeah. And somebody got to deliver it. Right? Mm-hmm. But guess what exists without real estate? Trucking. Trucking. Mm. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So what I'm hearing is when everybody go left, you go right. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I think that is definitely, that's a lesson for sure. Is you got to find your own lane because mm-hmm. I, I look back to when I first like your page has grown aggressively, but I'm always thinking about like you know like at one time you had eight thousand followers, ten thousand mm-hmm. followers, and now it's like okay, all of a sudden I remember just seeing you post a whole bunch of trucking content. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, that's interesting, but it wasn't like it wasn't the funny videos that everybody's posting. Mm-hmm. It wasn't somebody you know being a, a, a rapper. It wasn't like a sexy thing to post initially. Nah, not at all. So like, what was that process like? <laughs> okay, all right, you know, I'm just gonna go. Heavy into just I'm going to be posting yeah, content yeah. around Chuck. I'm going to be real with you. Um, this is 2016, 17 when I started really posting the content. But I'm going to be real with you. It wasn't even intentional. Hmm. Trucking consumed my entire life. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So literally when I woke up to when I went to sleep, it was trucking. Got it. Whether it was dispatching my trucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's all. that was my entire life. So all I had to post at that time was trucking because I was yeah. on social media. That's yeah. all I had going on. Yeah, it's just so funny how it worked out because as I'm doing this, it's starting to now peak interest for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Then I messed around and showed one of my friends how to get into trucking, and I just randomly just documented it. We was out. I'm like, yo, I just put my boy Danny on. Yeah. He got his first truck. Wow. And congratulations to him. I got him out the streets. Mm-hmm. From then I started getting DMs. Yo, I seen what you did for that dude. Like I'm interested in doing the same thing. And then, Dang. and then that turned into three clients. I didn't even know what to charge. Like I yeah. ain't, I ain't. It wasn't a business. I didn't have it consulting business. It wasn't. Yeah. A, it wasn't a business plan. Mm-hmm. So it just went. The DMs just kept coming in. Now I got five clients. I'm charging like fifteen hundred dollars. How about ask you? So how do you even find out? You be like, yo, what's your budget? Or like, what was it? Fifteen hundred dollars just sounded like a good number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. 
come to my come to my. I, I was I was using the uh, clubhouse in my apartment building. Wow, that was my office. I yeah. used to go down where the gym was at, mm-hmm. and fifteen hundred dollars. And I was like, okay, this is some good money. And I was helping them three months. You had access to me, mm-hmm. but then I had a waiting list of like twenty people, and I'm like, I got now. I'm like, it's consuming me now. Yeah. So I went up to three thousand. Yeah. Then I went up to five. Then I went up to ten. Um, but um, man, bro, like. By me posting that content, it started like becoming where I'm the go-to person because I'm the only person posting trucking content at this time. Right. And it wasn't sexy. Yeah. But I'm realizing my page is growing, but not only is it growing, it's growing from people who are interested in my services. Right. Because I'm just pumping out the content, so I'm just seeing different pages, and then my DMs start flooding now. Everybody yeah. interested. So that's... um. That was a blessing for me, man. Not realizing that it would turn into what it what it turned into, which I'm sure we're gonna get into. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I always have a section, and I always bring. I normally bring it to, up towards the end, but I bring it up now because I think it fits where we're going. Yeah. It's called breakdown of breakthroughs. Okay. And I was I always believe a person can they'll have a breakdown in their life that if you learned a lesson from it, it can be a breakthrough for your future. Yeah. Have you had a breakdown in your career, your business? Where it's like, okay, you learned something, but once you learned something from it, it, it took you to the next level. <clears throat> um, man, one thing I would say, the first thing that came to my mind when you asked me that was, you know, and I love interviews like this, but we don't kind of give me the questions ahead of time because yeah. I really got to just answer from the heart. Um, man, I had some traumatic experiences in trucking mm-hmm. where um, I've had my truck stolen before from a driver. Like the person working for you? Correct. <laughs> I've had freight stolen off of my trailer and sold to like um, one of them thrift shops by a driver. What? Um, I've had drivers doing drugs in my trucks. Um, yo, like if you can create or think about the worst thing that a driver can do mm-hmm. to a fleet owner, yeah, I probably experienced it, fam. Mm. And this is like early, like this is like 2017. 18, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Those, those L's cost, they're a little bit more expensive. Yeah, I, I wasn't really prepared mm-hmm. financially for them type of L's, right? Yeah. So when I went through them, I'm like, you know, so many times I wanted to just throw in the towel, like, man, this, this ain't even worth it. Like, I'm ready to go looking for this dude with my firearm. Yeah, like, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, yo, is this really worth it? But like, what happened was once I went through those experiences, it taught me that you'll lose more money hiring the wrong driver than just letting your truck sit. Hmm. You know, and that's a phrase that I share with all my with my community and my students. Yeah. I'm gonna say it again: you'll lose more money hiring the wrong drivers than Man. just letting your truck sit. Yeah, right. Because you got a truck, you thinking like, damn, if my truck is sitting, I'm losing money. Like yeah. you get desperate. Like I just want to get somebody in it yeah. to get up and running. Mm-hmm. So when I went through those L's, now I'm taking my time to find my drivers. Now, now hmm. I'm like, you know what? Let me if I if my truck got to sit for a couple months until I find the right driver with the right energy, with the right record. Mm-hmm. Um, most importantly, the right energy though. I, yeah. I can't I can't even like gloss over that because yeah. that was something for me. Like a lot of people, you'll you'll get a driver or even just an employee for any business. You'll yeah. see the resume. The resume look good. Yeah, they didn't. They got experience. They mm-hmm. got um, all the licenses, all that good stuff. And then you have an interview with them, and then they think they know it all. Right. They 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 try to tell you. You know what I'm saying? They just yeah. giving off that I know I know yeah. I know it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Energy. Yeah. And that's that's a red flag for you. Heck yeah. Somebody. Okay. Heck yeah. yeah. And that's the first process because that's the first impression that you have. And it, again, any industry, yeah. what people don't realize is that when you're talking about building a team, that interview 
not only are you interviewing that person, they're interviewing you as well. Right. Yep. And, I, and well, one thing that I teach is how to conduct a proper interview. What questions do you need to ask? Like, I have a questionnaire that I that I that I go through when I'm doing an interview with a driver, and it's about 30 questions, right? Yeah. And to you, the driver, it might sound like, okay, this is just regular general questions that an mm-hmm. employee is going to ask, right? Yeah. But I strategically ask certain questions mm-hmm. to identify if you full of crap or not. Mm, that's strong. And you won't even know. Right. I just right. ask certain things. Yeah. I, I'm testing your integrity. Yeah. So one of the questions that I ask is, um, is if you, if we had additional training here at the company, what is something that you would want to, that you would say that you're not as strong at with your driving? Like, what is something if I could provide you extra? Training. What is something that you would like to improve on when it comes to that, like when it comes down to your driving? Yeah. And I hate when a driver just says, "Oh no, nah, I'm I'm perfect. Like I ain't nothing that I can <laughs> like that's not real. Yeah, that's real. So I yeah. love that gives me the opportunity to let me know. Okay, this driver's willing to learn. So a lot mm-hmm. of them will say my backing up skills. Like mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm backing up this long eighteen wheeler into the spot, yeah. I might have to do it two or three times. I love when they're honest with yeah. that. And the other side of the person probably think if I tell you that I have a problem with this, you're probably not going to hire me. Yeah. But I just love, I'd rather somebody who don't have as much experience, yeah. but they're coachable versus mm-hmm. somebody that think they know it all and you can't tell them nothing. Yeah, that's a bar. Yeah, that's, that's facts. And because, you know, it translates to real business too. Like most companies say, a bad hire is way more expensive than anything yeah. else. That's why companies spend so much time interviewing people, like the big companies. Yeah. They spend so much time because it's like, man, we would rather take our time and hire right than yeah. choose quick and hire the wrong person. And then now we've invested time, energy, effort, resource mm-hmm. into this one person that's wrong. Now we back mm-hmm. the square one. Absolutely. And, and, and I tell people, patience. Yeah. Have patience when it comes down to business, especially trucking. Yeah. And I love to get people before they – because a lot of people come to me after they've already – uh, messed up their bag and trucking. Like a lot of people come to me when they're trying to fix their company, right? Yeah. I like to get you early. And when I say education before compensation, I want to show you how to keep your overhead low, mm-hmm. right? How to get the right amount of insurance where you're not paying too much in insurance every month. Because if you keep your overhead low, now you can afford to let your truck sit while you're finding the right driver. Right. See, we get desperate because we got that truck note chasing us, but you accepted the first approval that you got on that truck. So you got the crazy interest rate just because you just desperate, you just yeah. trying to get in the truck because your people, you seeing yeah. everybody up and running. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to train, I'm trying to teach people, especially in 2023, let's take our time. Like if you got to get your credit straight first yeah. so that you can get a good interest rate, work on your credit first. What's the rush? It ain't going nowhere. Right, yeah, that's that's a fact. So th- this this is what goes, you know, like anybody that's been in the entrepreneurship space, they always hear about get you a mentor or find a mentor. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it can almost sound cliche yeah. in a sense, like, right, especially if somebody's trying to sell you something. But what it sounds like to me is like with a person, when they learn in this skill set, they they going to learn a lot of the hurdles that are more expensive than even the mentorship <laughs> can and, and should be. Mm-hmm. So all the lessons you learn, you teach people all of this stuff. Man, Justin, I'm telling you something. I get annoyed, bro, by like the cliches. It's just a lot of that stuff that's being said that's a part of a sales pitch. Like yeah, you need a mentor. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. bro, I ain't into none of that, bro. Like yeah. when I say, I can only speak for trucking, bro. Yeah. You cannot get into this game without education. Yeah. Like, you can go get you a vending machine, maybe. You might be able to get you a little laundry mat, <laughs> put it up in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could do certain things yeah. and just kind of figure it out as mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. But this ain't that game. I don't even care if you don't come to me. Yeah. But trucking with all these moving parts, mm-hmm. 
bro, not only will you be doing yourself a disservice, you'll be doing your family a disservice because this ain't the industry you come and play in. This ain't because you will you will be humbled and you will see your butt out the front door yeah. real quick yeah. in this industry. So that's and that's why I think that you know, good energy worldwide, we blew up because, um, man, <laughs> it's so funny, man. Industries have peaks and valleys, mm-hmm. yep. right? Every industry has its ups and downs. Yeah. And what I notice is that certain industries or certain these certain gurus, I'm not again, I'm not throwing no shots, but when the industry is doing great, their presence is there, yeah. yep. right? Mm-hmm. But then when things go bad in their industry, mm-hmm. they're nowhere to be found, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So with me, what I realize is that yo. We have ups and downs in trucking. Mm-hmm. You seen diesel prices last year? They went yeah. to the, they you was the most they was the most they ever been. Yeah, right. The rates had dropped down. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying all the stuff that was going on in China. It was so much stuff going on. Yeah, but that's where the real coaches and the consultants yeah. shine. Yeah, because that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I remember you you was talking about it because you was like uh, you were telling people, hey, listen. Now's not even a good time to buy a truck. Correct. What you should do is be learning because exactly. the price is too high. You're going to get in a bad deal, and now you're going to be paying for it later. So, right, look, right. right now, learn about the industry so when the, when the price is dropped, now you can jump in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that I'm, I'm going to always keep my face clean. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why when I go to these conferences, that's why I get that love I get because yeah. not, it's not always about the sale. Right. You know right. how hard it is to be a trucking consultant and have to tell the public right now is not a good time to buy trucks? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got to be a different type of. Yeah. You got to be wired a little yeah. different, mm-hmm. um, with your integrity, yeah. in order to do stuff like that. But yeah. that's why my face is so clean. Yeah, yeah. You that's dig what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't never. I always kept it a hundred. Mm-hmm. Talking about talking about mentorship. Can you talk about how like mentorship has helped you? In or out of the space, it doesn't matter. Mentorship. You would have no reason to have me on your show if it wasn't for mentorship. Yeah, there wouldn't be nothing to talk about with me. It would yeah. just be a waste of time for me to be here right now. Mm-hmm. Mentorship is one thing, but you again going back to what I just said, you being able to be coachable to the mentorship is the yeah. that's the, that's it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care who you got in your corner, mm-hmm. but if if you don't know how to implement what they're telling you to do, mm-hmm. it don't mean nothing. So not only do I have phenomenal mentors, I got four or five of them, right? Yep. Man, listen, bro, like, bro, I'm obsessed with taking some good advice yeah. and showing them, like, yo, I actually listen to you. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like you wasted your time right. giving me advice. Right. Mm-hmm. I got something to show for that advice CJ gave me yeah. in 2018. Mm-hmm. I got something to show for it. He said, look, stop doing one-on-ones. You're only able to do five, six clients a month. Mm-hmm. Put it online. Scale up. I said, all right, cool. Give me six months. I came back with my course completed. Wow. Yeah. Right? That's strong. Yeah. He told me, look, focus on trucking more. Do less of the personal posts and do more trucking on your posts and watch your page grow. Mm. I got a quarter million followers to show for that. Right. Yeah. You dig what I'm yeah, saying? That's strong. So you, it's, it's the coachability, too. It's funny. Right? The, the next book that I wrote is called Menteeship. So it's because everybody's <laughs> talking about how to be a mentor. Ooh, yeah. But it's talk, it really talks about how do you attract the right mentor and then how do you how are you how do you stay the right mentee to be able to extract what you mm. need from the mentor because mm-hmm. a lot of people they want the mentor mm-hmm. but like you said they're not coachable not, yeah. they're not showing they're not honoring the relationship the right way and so man that that is big i, I want to ask you something about family and business because there's a lot of people like yo there's no way i do business with family mm-hmm. and you actually have family <laughs> in your business yeah how have you been able to make that work 
Real simple, man. Mm -hmm. There's a saying, if you leave a rope on the floor, people are hanging themselves. Mm. Right? Yeah. I don't give no handouts to my family. I give opportunities. I like that. Don't take it. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna take it for this. <laughs> this is gonna be a clip. <laughs> I don't give handouts. <laughs> I give opportunities. Y'all gotta watch Justin, yo. Dio no. will take a quote. Dio will take a facts. Quote. It'll be all on the event. Yeah, you roll for the ground. You hang yourself. Facts all the <laughs> Nah, good. Nah, man. real talk. Yeah. So, yo, man, you already know, man, when you the, you know, and I say this very humbly, when you the golden child mm -hmm. of your family, yeah. meaning that you're the one that broke a lot of the barriers. You became the first millionaire in yeah. your family. You created a, an amazing business in mm -hmm. your family. Um, obviously, you the, the handouts start, right? Yeah. And as big of a heart as I have, I give everybody my last. But I, I, I learned from my mentors that um, you got to give people the opportunity to create their own revenue because they'll always be in your pocket. And yeah. the God forbid, if I was to ever fall, now I've handicapped you. Yeah, that's a fact. So I presented an opportunity mm -hmm. in, to my family to dispatch. This is when I was building my dispatch service. So, so you did it to the whole family, like, yo, yo. Uh, yeah, whoever wanted to come on. Yeah. Like, look, this is what I got going on because it was a scalable business. I, yeah, I got my trucks. I was able to get my own trucks, get it up and running. But now I'm dispatching for other companies. Yeah. And I can only dispatch six to seven trucks by myself. Yeah. So I got more people that's trying to have me dispatch their trucks. And mm -hmm. I get a small percentage of their trucks. Mm -hmm. So I seen an opportunity now to hire people mm -hmm. because the more trucks I get, the more people that I can hire. Right. So if every, everybody, every six trucks that I was getting in my dispatch service, I was able to hire another dispatcher. So I started with my cousin. My cousin Rob this is like the closest thing I had to a brother. I'm mm -hmm. a single, I'm an only child. Never yep. met, only child, no brothers and sisters. So he was who I grew up with, two years apart, blood brother, mm -hmm. blood cousin. I say, yo, Rob, he had just came home. I said, look, I'm doing this trucking stuff. It's starting to take off. I need help, though. Yeah. I'm going to fly up to New York. I'm going to teach you everything I know. It's up, it's up to you from there. Mm -hmm. I flew up to New York. I, I got to post a picture. I got a picture of when I was in the office. This is 2014, 15. Wow. And I'm at his office showing him how to do it. And then, bruh, he messed around and learned it. And then he hired about 10 people up under him. And when I met him, I had seven trucks in the dispatch service. Mm -hmm. And now we're up to 100 and something trucks now. Wow. But he manages the whole thing. So it's just, I got lucky because Rob is, um, is absolutely amazing. It's so funny because if it wasn't for him coming in and helping me out with that side of the business, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have had time to even start the consulting part. Right. So that just happened to work. Um, we do have our fights, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We do, it do get yeah. ugly sometimes. But I tell people, like, as long as you're not stealing from me, yeah. as long as I know that you got the company's best interests at heart mm -hmm. and you are operating as if it's 100% your company, yeah. company mm -hmm. uh, I'm rocking with you, man. And mm -hmm. from then I had, I had my cousins, they mm -hmm. dispatch as well, my little cousins yeah. in Brooklyn. And it's just dope. And, you know, now I know you're probably going to get on this later, but he's also now a part of my new venture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it, I, I'm not a fan of people that say you can't do business with family. Um, if you got the right family, you can. Yeah. And, and I also think what you said was important, too, is 
having those because you will have difficult conversations. You because mm-hmm. you will have difficult conversations with anybody that yeah. you work with. Yeah. How just for like a practical tip of like how how are some ways you've been able to handle some of those challenging moments where it's like, okay, I still love you, my family, but yo, this was wrong. We got to fix this. This got to be right. You got to like, how do you have that conversation and then still be like, okay, hey, let's go celebrate this weekend, have a good time. I'll see you at the anniversary party, wedding or whatever. Keep it respectful. Yeah. Firm, but respectful. Okay. Still a man. Yeah. We've had tough conversations like, you know, the uncomfortable conversations can sometimes produce uh, beautiful results. I like that. Uncomfortable conversations can produce beautiful results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you got to have them uncomfortable in those real conversations. Yeah. And with me, I just feel like this. With humans, everybody is allowed a mistake. Yeah. You're allowed to mess up. Mm-hmm. And I don't judge people on the mistakes that they made. I always judge them on how they corrected those mistakes. Yeah, there you go. You understand? Yep. So and there's times where he had to correct me. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if my name's on the LLC. Yeah. It's times where he had to let me know about, you know, yeah. let me know yeah, about myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got to be able to receive that too. And I think that's why it works. Yeah. It's because as much as I get on his butt when he messing up sometimes, mm-hmm. He calls me out too. Yeah, and I'm and I and I'm humble en- enough to be like, yo, you know what, cuz you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix that. Yeah, and I think that's why we've been in business for all these years, and we and, and we and we still kept it together. Yeah, there, there's another thing that goes around like with entrepreneurs, really, and just people in general. It's like I want to have multiple streams of income. Yep. Right. How, how did you decide when to diversify? Because now, obviously. You got the lounge, congratulations Thank on that, you. and some other businesses, you know, um, that you have. How did you know it was time, <clears throat> or better yet, how does a person know when it's time to <clears throat> say, okay, I'm going to diversify and, and have multiple streams? When you've milked every stream possible out the foundation industry that, that, you, that you're doing. Mm, okay, tell me more. Um, so trucking, like, I've, you know, I've been doing trucking for going on 11 years, October 5th. Yep. October 5th, 2023, to be 11 years that I've been in trucking, right? And I know that because, yeah, I, I pay attention to all that stuff. Like, I, I'm real big on anniversaries. Yeah. Um, I have created maybe about seven to eight streams of revenue just inside trucking. Oh, uh, okay. You understand? I went through and mentorship. CJ was like, diversify within your own industry first. So I literally created... Multiple streams inside my trucking business. Hmm. You know, the dispatch service. I got three courses. I got the Dang, truck parking smart. lot coming up. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> So if y'all listening to him, what he's saying is like, listen, yo, you can have multiple streams, but you can do it inside of your own industry first. And then you say, okay, now let me go out here and... Mm-hmm. Start a different company, or maybe not even that. Not even start a different company. If you gangster, this how you really can do it. You create the multiple streams of income within the industry that's working for you the most. That, yeah. that that's going to get you paid. Yeah. And then you might want to do something that you just really, really enjoy. Yeah. I call it a passion project. Uh, Crew Alpharetta is a passion project. Yeah. I used to be a promoter before trucking, but I knew that. I couldn't be a promoter throwing parties and right. passing out flyers till yeah. I was 60. So I got into trucking. So while I built this dynasty in trucking, I kind of missed the industry. But I always said if I do go back into the hospitality industry, mm-hmm. I can't just be a promoter. 
yeah. I got to be the owner. Yeah, I like that. You understand? Yeah. So I had to handle my business with trucking, get all my streams on point first. Yep. Now I'm financially in a great position to where now I can start doing some passion projects. Yeah, that's tight. That's tight. Well, you know what's more tight? When the passion project works. <laughs> yeah, it starts paying. And then paying. the passion project starts paying for everything. Yeah, yeah. You dig what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like now I'm able to be strategic with the passion projects because I've learned so much with the trucking journey. Yeah. I've learned how to be a businessman. I've mm. learned how I've learned how to build a team. Yeah. I've learned how to market. Yeah. Right? So get this. How I go from owning the trucks, dispatch service, courses, 16 acres for a truck parking lot next year. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. But I learned how to market even with my courses. You can't think about trucking and not see me on your screens. Yeah. Like if you're watching this right now, if you've ever even thought about trucks, you see my face on your screen, you're tired of seeing my ads, right? Mm-hmm. So I learned how to market. Yep. So now when I got the lounge, when I got Crew Alpharetta, look, ain't nothing out here. This yeah. ain't you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I could have went to the city. Yeah. Would it have been a Easier location, but I'm mm-hmm. competing with 30 people out there. Right, yeah. So why did you take the challenge of coming to Alpharetta mm-hmm. and bring people out here? And they be you know showing up. But you know how I why I, why I did it because I know how to market. Right. Smart. I know how to market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I'm back doing something that I love. And you can DJ there. I can you know, DJ there because <laughs> you're on the spot. Like, yeah. You know that's that's tight, bro. So yeah, man, it's just creating the right streams of income. Right now, if it feel like work, I ain't interested. I already I did my heavy lifting already, Just yeah, yeah. I, I did the eighteen hour days for for, for six years straight. Mm-hmm. So now I put my work in. Now anything that I invest my money in, yep. it, it it can't feel like work no more. Yeah. You know, what a lot of people gonna miss is out of everything you just said is what? you put the 18, 18 hours a day in for six years. Yeah. So it's like you can't you can't skip and say okay, I just want to start some and I want to jump to the multiple streams without doing the. 18 hour days for, Come for on, six man. years. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 uh, that's you. Let's jump to a fun topic, right? <laughs> dating, right? Like I think <laughs> the dating space is interesting. <laughs> how let me let's just ask this generic question first. How has over the last decade, <laughs> how have you seen the dating world change for Alex? Jeez, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna ask him questions too. He ain't just gonna be <laughs> in fire. This is a conversation. This ain't no interview. <laughs> We gonna talk. <laughs> but just oh, man. overall dating space, because dating is different these days. You mm-hmm. have social media. Yeah, I mean it's just it's a different world from even when I was like a kid. It's like, yeah, you know, you just meet somebody, see somebody at the mall, or yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a whole different world. Okay, so how's it changed yeah. in the last ten years? Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, you cannot talk about this topic and not talk about social media. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Social media has literally changed the world, man. Yeah. Like um, dating, the music scene, just everything has just flipped upside down yeah. with this app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you had to get dressed up and go to Publix, or mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You had to go to the mall. You had to go to a party to meet mm-hmm. somebody. And now um, the world has just become so much smaller. Um, with this, with this uh, internet, bro. Yeah. So I think the access to people um, is just so much easier now, and that definitely I feel like increased even the amount that people date. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, 
because you, you could see people like before you could only see people if they were in your world mm-hmm. I meaning if you saw them at somewhere around you went to a family reunion yeah. somewhere you met some friends like it was in your like your space and now and, and then you had to have the courage to actually walk up to them right have a conversation right yeah. and then you had to get the courage to ask for the number like yeah it was it was a task yeah. it was like a yeah. three-step process yeah. <laughs> i because i definitely had had some conversations and didn't ask for the number i was like hey, it, like, it, it, it ain't it, the yeah. vibe wasn't there yeah. right uh-huh. so yeah man it, it's definitely um it's definitely changed. I feel like um, I feel like the music really, really pushes the dating culture. I agree. You understand? Yep. I really, I really feel like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the music. You know, back in the days, it was more of the the Jodeci's yeah. and the Silks, yeah. the Shies. Mm-hmm. If I ever fall in love yeah. again, like the, the romantics side, keep sweats. You know, even men, because like it's yeah. almost today. It's almost like. If a guy is like romantic or you know, it's like oh, okay, he he lame. He's lame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. Music has changed that. I agree. Yeah, because when you listen to the radio, they was telling you how to love. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He said it was like it's a right and the wrong way to love right. somebody. Like mm-hmm. they was teaching you unconsciously to be in love. That being in love was the cool thing. Yeah. Talking on the phone for six hours was the way. Yeah. But now it's you know it's, it's, it's city girls is yeah. yeah which. Which is very interesting because, like, I, I even joke about it sometimes with, like, some of my girlfriends. I'd be like, yo, y'all was over here singing Miss Independent, this and that. <laughs> but then on the other side, it'd be like, people be like, yo, it was hard to pay these bills by myself. It's like, yeah. so it's like, which one? I, I think people got to start paying attention to one, what they listening to. Because yep. you say what you tune into, you turn into. That yeah. goes for business, but also goes personal. for personal. Yeah, it's like, yo, yeah. if you listening to stuff like this about a relationship and yeah. how a woman should talk and how a man should be tr- treating a girl and all this kind of stuff, yeah. it can bleed over into your life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I just I, I'm really hoping that the internet situation and the the addiction to social media, I'm hoping that it's it's just a phase and people kind of balance out. Yeah. Because if they don't, um, we in trouble. Yeah. No, we're in trouble. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. I feel like you know one of these days I get married again, and I do feel like I would probably I would have social media, but I would probably have. Somebody probably running it ninety yeah. percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's important, man. Um, you know, so it just kind of make you appreciate. Like me personally, I'm gonna just be real with you. We you know keep it a hundred with you. It's this joke that happens between me and certain a couple of my friends. Not the circle of CEO, yeah. they married, mm-hmm. but um, she got under if she got under ten thousand followers. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> What's the yeah. impact? Yeah. A certain amount. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, no, no, you got to keep the, the following count. Yeah, 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 give me the one sure. that we ain't got too many mutuals. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's great. <laughs> I, I agree, bro. It's like, and it got, again, a lot of that's exposure. Yeah. You know, you, you don't be looking for somebody that don't have a. Uh, Everybody don't know about it. It was like a secret eight yeah, yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so hold on, I got a question for you, right, bro. So what's your what's your thoughts on okay, especially like the dating part of it, like mm. before you make it like super official and mm. you're in like a super committed relationship, how do you feel about posting your partner? You know, I have made a decision that I'm just gonna stay away from that. Because my page is like uh, maybe until I mean when I get married, mm-hmm. I'll probably do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I do some stuff on close friends from time to time, but like mm-hmm. I'm a private person, mm-hmm. and so I I feel like you can keep, if you can keep your relationship private, yeah, it's safer. 
Because yeah. you don't have people that's all in your business. Yeah. For me personally, I, I probably, I don't think I would be doing a lot of posting. Because one, I don't post a lot of my life anyway. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like for, for me to enjoy something, the whole world has yeah, to know yeah, that I was sure. there. You know what for I'm saying? Sure. Like, I'm not the person that when I go out, I'm going to be recording as soon as I walk in the door. Yeah, yeah. That's not, I ain't saying it's wrong if you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not my thing. And so I think for a relationship, I think you probably introduce more challenges than necessary, mm-hmm. especially if you do it too early. So, yeah. I agree with you. Um, and, and I guess you got to ask this question to two different types of men. You got the, and, and I don't want to say regular men, but men who don't have a quarter million followers. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Not influencers. Yeah. I feel like as influencers, yeah. we got to specifically move a little different. Yeah, for sure. I'm real protective. And I think that I, I've heard it before. It's the difference between being secretive and private. Yeah, for sure. I just know that in opposition, everybody not happy for us. No, for sure. Even though we got all this, mm-hmm. we got all these supporters. Everybody ain't happy for us, and it's so many dudes, especially men. I don't know what it is, man. We, we live in this culture now, where it's like this competition mm-hmm. culture, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I see it even in my lounge. You know, yep. dudes come out. They just sometimes it ain't even about. Impressing girls no more. They just want to pop more bottles than the dudes at the next table. Right. It's so interesting. It's so, it's so crazy, right? But what, what I also know too is, you could be a man of influence, mm-hmm. and there's dudes that they sizing you up like, man, I, he, he, I, he. yeah. And then you post your chick, and they like, let me see if I can, yeah, let me see like, if I can shoot him. my yeah, shot. Yeah, that's let me fact. see if I can, if I can date Alex's chick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some men get satisfaction from that. Mm. I don't, like nobody talks about that though. Yeah, that's a fact. And I feel like that again. A lot of that goes to music, though. Like what you was talking about It's like that's the, yeah. that's the, you know you, you listen to some of the lyrics and the songs. It's like even if a guy's like I know some people that have been married. It's like they almost still have like a little thought process. Like man, I just wonder what it would be like to be yeah you know single in today's world. And I'm just tell you right now, it ain't all this hype up to be because half of these girls ain't got nothing going on. I'm just yeah. let y'all know. I just I say y'all some time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there are there are good people, and you know, and I think I think you got to go through the process of dating. And finding that person, and when you find somebody you like, try to make it work. You know what I'm saying? That's you know, that's a little business relationship advice. And if you date an entrepreneur, just know that you you know, it was a funny meme the other day. Like, well, you date you, you date an entrepreneur, you, you, you an assistant now. Yeah, that's a fact. You gotta help. You might have to record something. You might have nah, to real make talk. some phone calls. You might have to type some stuff in on the computer. Like, you could be you you become all things. <laughs> it's it's gonna take a special woman to to date a high level. Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot that come with that. Yeah, it's a lot of support. It's, it got to be a heavy support system. Yeah, because you, as you know, what we do sometimes, it, it mentally, we got to pour into people yeah. for a living. And when you pouring into people, you emptying yourself. Yeah. So if I'm dating somebody, like you got to pour back into me when I when I cut off good energy worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, you know, we'll see what happens. Man. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, so like, look, like, all right, because. You would be the definition of what people would say is a high value man. You know what I'm saying? We don't necessarily buy into all of that stuff. But definitely, mm-hmm. you know, you do things at a high level. What are some things Alex would be looking for in a potential partner? I'm not talking about your relationship status, but just like, okay, mm-hmm. what are some things? If, if I'm a a lady or somebody listening or a guy that's listening, what are some things you've seen now? You're like, I have to have that. Um, she got to be a nurturer. Okay. Definitely a nurturer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um like lay down on the couch, she rub your head without you asking type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I just mentioned just now, I pour into people for a living. Yeah. Um, so when I'm when I cut that off, it got to feel like a vacation with you. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's the, you know what I'm saying like that's the best way that I can describe the feeling that I need from the woman who I entertain at this point. Yeah. 
I got to feel like we on vacation when I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And I know that everything ain't going to be um, a honeymoon every day. Obviously, it's real mm-hmm. life, right? Mm-hmm. But um, that energy stuff, bro, when I tell you, like, <laughs> it ain't just a name for me, bro. Yeah. It ain't just a cool name. Yeah. That energy stuff is so real. How do I feel when I'm around you? Yeah, that's a fact. How do I feel? How do who, how, how does my heart beat when you come in my presence? Yeah. Hmm. There's some people that come around you, and you just the energy change instantly. Like, bro, just that's you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then there's those people that come around you. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about women right now. Like, it's, it's a woman that, that that can come around you, and it's just like, damn, I love it here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. We could do something simple. Yeah. We could just be sitting here watching CNN together. Yeah. And I'm just, it's a vibe. Yeah. I like that. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm all for the fly vacations. I'm mm. all for the five-star restaurants. But I, I look to see what the vibe is like when we just chilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, does she have to be an entrepreneur? Nah, she don't got to be an entrepreneur. Um, I personally don't need a woman that is... A high level entrepreneur like me, it's very interesting because you know, like sometimes you'll date somebody and they be like, "Well, if you you just want a business person, you just and it's like, mm-hmm. nah, actually that ain't that ain't really what I want. I ain't gonna lie to you, like mm-hmm. I don't need you to be doing what I'm doing, you mm-hmm. know. And I think sometimes people have that misunderstood. So I, I just wanted to ask you that. So no, they don't have to be an entrepreneur. No, nah, they don't have to be an entrepreneur, but they definitely can't be lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to have work ethic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mind if she. I like like I love a woman that even wants to learn about what I do. Yeah, that's tight. That way, like if I you know we go out, I'm in a meeting. Mm-hmm. I can come back and I can talk to you about certain things with the industry. Yeah, I had a crazy day with the trucks. Yeah, I'm laying down in bed. I would love to be able to talk about some stuff that happened during my day, and you understand what the heck I'm talking about. Yeah, like I like when a woman takes initiative to actually figure out what it is that I do yeah. and learn it. That's super dope to me. Like that I might need it. you to help me out with some errands. I might need mm-hmm. you to go run a play real quick for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's super dope for me. But um, just that's just that support. You know what I mean. Yeah. I'm not looking for a housewife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I yeah. definitely would like a woman to where if God forbid something happened to me. God forbid if I made a bad investment mm-hmm. and I and I messed up my bread. Yeah. Um, we not we not uh with a foreclosure note, you yeah. can still at least hold it down for yourself at least. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I like that. Um balancing all of that, like you got you got business, you got um you got a dog. Yeah, you know Richie. what I'm saying? Shout Richie. out to Richie. Shout out to Richie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, we gotta have him on, a, on this episode. Facts only. I bring him. You know what I'm saying? The life of a rich dog. How does it feel? <laughs> What type of bottle of water do you drink? But uh, how does a person, you know, balance is like an interesting thing, but it's like, okay, you got dating, you got, you know, you're very present in your mom's and your family's life. Like you do a lot of stuff. Um, Multiple businesses. How do you, how do you go about taking time for yourself? Oh man. You asked that question right on time, man, because that's what 2023 represents for me. Mm -hmm. Right. As you know, we, we, we in a gym together now. Yeah, facts. Yeah, right. I'm, right. I've never mentally been this locked into the gym before. I've definitely, we've all started, yeah. stopped, started, Many stopped. Many times. Right? Many times, right? Yeah. Let's keep it 100. Mm-hmm. It's different this year for some reason, bro. Mm-hmm. And once I hit the six-week mark, I was like, all right, I wanted something. Yeah, for sure. I still want to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 2023 is about me doing the things that make me happy. I sacrificed I like a lot. Mm-hmm. For other people for the yep. last decade. Yep. This year, I'm about to get in the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. So I work out three to four times a week. Yep. I get massages every week now. I like that. You understand? Mm-hmm. I travel 
Yeah. Whatever I want to do, if mm-hmm. it's a concert in another city, if if my friends is out and they like go pull up, mm-hmm. I'm there. I've been to like, I've probably been on a plane probably about 12 times in the last seven to eight weeks. Mm. Yeah. Half business, half yeah. just cause. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it makes me happy, yeah. I'm doing it this year. I'm about to be 40 yeah. in July. That's wild, bro. I'm about to do the craziest birthday party you've ever seen mm-hmm. at my estate. This man said estate. Y'all hear that right? <laughs> Not the house. I'm, the I'm bringing some of my favorite. <laughs> it is an estate. Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing some of my favorite singers. Mm-hmm. Right? You remember that show on MTV, Sweet 16? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like that. It's going to be a Sweet 40. There we go. I love it. I love it. So, I love that for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. So this year is, is all about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still going, still on the grind. Mm-hmm. But um, do you wish you did that earlier in your entrepreneurship career? No. Nah. Yeah. I'm 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 glad that I because the sacrifice that I made allows me to do whatever the hell I want right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really and I always like to tell people this it was an investment. Yeah. You know, because a sacrifice is when I give something up and I don't expect to get it back. Because if I didn't do that, Justin, I feel like I would have survivor's remorse a little bit right now and I wouldn't feel I, I don't feel like I would be as unapologetic about my success now. If I didn't make those sacrifices, I'm unapologetic yeah. on my life right now. Talk about survivor's remorse. What, how does that? How does that come into play as an entrepreneur? Survivor's remorse, where you make it out of a situation, mm-hmm. and the people that you grew up with, maybe yeah. people that you was around, mm-hmm. they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. And now you feeling like that. A lot of a lot of sports athletes go through this, right? Yeah. yeah. We see it all the time. Yeah, and. I, I went through it. Mm-hmm. I'm from Flatbush, Brooklyn. Yeah, I go back home sometimes. <clears throat> I ain't even got to call some of the people that I went to elementary school with. They still at the same places they lived in when we was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Sitting on that same stoop. Yep. Smoking the same weed. Hmm. And I used to kind of downplay, you know what I'm saying, my life in Atlanta when I went up there. Yeah. I wouldn't tell them. I wouldn't share a lot of my successes before social media was really, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you still don't put a lot on there. That's another story. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But every time in the last five years that I would slip into that survivor's remorse, I would remember when I ended up in the hospital from working those 18-hour days. Mm. I would remember how my last relationship suffered because I was working so hard that I didn't lost my last relationship because I was putting so much into my business that I wasn't able to nurture my last relationship. Mm. I think about all the sacrifices that I had to make to get where I'm at right now, and that gets rid of my survivor's remorse. I earned everything. Yeah, and you would do it again. A hundred percent. Same way. Yes. Yeah. I th- you know, for me, I think the only thing I would probably change, I would have took my working out a little bit more serious when I was younger. For sure. Because, like, a part of it is, like, well, for me it was, you know, if you don't come from a lot, like my parents were great parents. You know what I'm saying? They did what they could, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't like the steak dinners. Yeah. The, so like you get to a phase where you're like, oh, I get, hey, bring me a steak, bring me that that salad, yeah. bring me that dessert, yeah. bring me the drinks, and like now you can eat how you want to. And then then you switch. Like, okay, well, I, even though I can afford to do that, I can't do that all the time because mm-hmm. it's not even healthy for me. Yeah. So I mean, if it was one thing I would change, it would probably be like, go hard, Jay, but like kind of chill out on your health. Maybe work out a couple times. 
I was working. I would do sports and stuff like that. But definitely health was probably mm-hmm. one thing I would have. Uh, I would have probably jumped on. Maybe a little early. I'm 36 now, so maybe maybe when I was 30. So that you mentioned that, I thought of one. I probably would have built the team a little sooner. There we go. Hmm. All right. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What What made you not build a team at, at the beginning? <clears throat> For the reason that a lot of people don't build a team because they feel like nobody's gonna do it like them. Well, I, the truth is, most people not. That's a fact. So to get specific, dispatching. I thought that nobody can book a load like me. Nobody can mm-hmm. negotiate and get the most money for my trucks than me. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like that. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Can't nobody touch me with the kind of this <clears throat> dispatching stuff. But that's what and that's what ended me up in the hospital. I'm trying to dispatch 11 trucks by myself. Yeah. From the time I woke up at seven in the morning till till ten. 11 o'clock at night, drivers are calling my phone. Everybody has a different personality. Everybody has a different problem. And I got to be the problem solver for 11 personalities. Don't let an accident happen that day. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm through the roof, right? Yeah. So that's probably what I would have did different. I was really trying to be this one-man show. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I did this. I got all these trucks. Yeah. And that almost took me out, bro. Yeah. And had you did that, you wouldn't be able to have the flexibility you have now. Absolutely. Because you would still be having to be in the trenches and never, never. Uh, and I think a part of that has to come with one, having the mentality to say, okay, I could train somebody to do it. Also, it's the ability to share. Yeah. It's like, all right, I will make a little less yeah. if I have somebody else to do this. But can I do more and also provide an opportunity? Which I think that goes to like leadership, like oh, yeah. developing a team, building a team, which is a very, very important skill that I believe every entrepreneur really needs to hone in on when it comes to scaling. Absolutely, the business. Yeah, that mindset shift was was pivotal for me. And again, I, I hate going back to it, but it's the, the mentorship. Yeah, our default brain says less people involved, I get a bigger cut yeah. of the pie. Mm-hmm. The true entrepreneur mindset is let me have more volume, mm-hmm. more people involved, take a smaller loca- smaller um, percentage, yeah. but have more more uh, streams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So yeah. once, I, once, I, once I did that, I mm-hmm. built the team, my workload became less, mm-hmm. and my income skyrocketed. Yeah. What are, like... So it brings up an interesting topic, one, because, you know, we always have these things about African-Americans working together. Some people say mm-hmm. it's very hard. You have the crab in a barrel mentality. That's one side. And then the other side is, like, most people, when they do start a business, they only have the people that's around them. Mm-hmm. Are, are, would you Do you have anything that you could share with somebody, one, about working with a team? Like, okay, I got a team. Start working with them together. And some of the people on your staff are African-Americans, so there is a way for people to work together. Um, and how have you been able to manage like the group, everybody being cohesive? Man, <clears throat> one of the biggest things was listening, observing people at what they're good at and what their strengths are. Mm. You know, I've had people in the wrong positions inside my company, and I've literally had to like call a town hall meeting, like, Lauren, I'm taking you off this, and I'm putting you on this right here because this don't even match up with your personality. That's tight. Because mm-hmm. I'm getting on you and I'm 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 giving you warnings because you're not operating as something that's not natural for you. Yeah, you mm-hmm. understand. So once I really got out of the I'm the boss mentality and more so like I right, let me let me really um, delegate the right people to the right situations. That's mm-hmm. what helped me out a lot. 
Um, again, one of my favorite questions that I ask my staff is, is there anything that I can do as the owner better to make your experience better and also to help you operate more efficiently? That's a good question. That's a great question. The question is effective for me because now it allows me to make improvements. Mm-hmm. But it's a double-edged sword because it's also showing that showing my employees like damn like I'm working for somebody who like he he actually listens to us too. Yeah. Yeah. He's he he's he he wants to put lessons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he's willing to mm-hmm. listen to me to help improve and that creates a whole another level of respect. Yeah. I don't care what nobody say. They say you can't mix business with pleasure. I don't care what nobody say. I want the people that work for me to like me. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Respect is one thing for sure, but I want you to like me too. Yeah. Because I know the difference when you're working for somebody that you like mm-hmm. versus who you hate. Yeah. I've had jobs before where I hated my boss. <laughs> and they were, if there was some corners that I could cut, I'm going to cut them. Yeah. But then I've had employees that I worked for that I loved. Mm-hmm. And if there was an opportunity for me to over-deliver for them, to help them in their business, I did that. So yeah. I always remembered what it was like working for those people that I loved versus the ones that I hated. And I always put myself like, all right, for, for my guys, mm-hmm. what can I do to make these people love me? That's important for me. That's really, that's so smart. That's a, that's a good question everybody should ask themselves daily. Um, we were talking about being synonymous with your industry. Mm-hmm. What are some tips for somebody that's looking to do that in their space? Like, I'm a new entrepreneur. Maybe I'm in, you know, maybe I've got a podcast. Maybe I've got, I'm doing financial literacy. Maybe I'm doing solar sales. Maybe I'm selling cars. Like, how would you today, in today's world, say, okay, this is how, a simple format of, this is how you become synonymous in your industry? I got to answer this question in a couple layers. And I ain't going to draw it out. But I I, got to answer this question in these layers because... It's it was it was pivotal to my success. Yep. I'm gonna use my course for example. Okay. Okay. I don't have no affiliate codes for you. None of that. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna give you the real. What happened with my course? I ain't selling. Yep. I dropped my course October fifth, two thousand eighteen. Yep. I was doing. I did twenty to thirty sales that first month. Mm-hmm. I was excited. In November I did forty sales. Every month it went up by like 10 or 20 people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was a small group. We was doing Zoom calls every week. And I really paid attention to my students and I was learning what ways that I could help them succeed in trucking. I went an entire year of coaching in my course without running one ad, mm-hmm. without paying any money for advertisement. Okay. During that year, I developed some amazing success stories. Mm-hmm. I developed some amazing results. Yep. A year later, I'm like, all right, cool. I got about 30, 40 strong testimonials, some lives that I've changed. Mm-hmm. Let's start running the ads now. I started running ads the end of two, 2019, right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. My ads consisted of my students talking about me. Mm. Instead of me doing ads of just me selling, I had nothing but ads of my students giving genuine testimonials about me. Yep. 
So if you missed it, instead of me starting a business and then automatically started marketing, I built the business first, Yeah. actually created real results, mm-hmm. and based my marketing off the results. That's one. Okay. Number two, one of my favorites, outspend everybody. <laughs> yep. I like that. Outspend, outspend everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. The business grew. I made a lot of capital. I used that capital, some of it, mm-hmm. reinvested it into my ads. Mm-hmm. You're not going to outspend me. Got it. A business means nothing if nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. I put that dog out of me when it came down to marketing. Yeah. So not only do I have a good product, I also have the marketing budget to go with it. Tight. Yep. That's a dangerous combination right there. Yep. A solid product with the dot with the advertisement dollars to go with it. Yep. So then you look up, we go from twenty to thirty people signing up to three, four hundred people a month signing up. Jeez. I'm going live every freaking night almost during the pandemic. 2020, everybody's at the crib mm-hmm. trying to figure out what to do. I'm, I'm, I'm on live every night, pouring into them, free game, free game. Mm-hmm. My YouTube channel, free game, free game. So you just, te- are you teaching like the core stuff on live? Some of it. Wow. And see, some people ain't going to do that. They're not going to teach. Oh, yeah, but you know what I said. You know what I said at the, in Miami? Go, go ahead and say it. I said that if, as a coach, if you feel like you're giving away too much, you don't know enough. Mm. <laughs> you don't know enough. That's, I know a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. So I can go on live for five hours every night and you still going to get the course and be like, damn, it's more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So when you look up, I'm the only one in the space, though, doing this at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bunch of courses now, but guess what? You're too late. Yeah. I already solidified my position in this industry. I, I taught too many people already. Mm-hmm. I done taught over 36,000 people. Wow. We done taught over 36,000 people. Wow. And I'm still spending a bag every month on advertisement. Yeah. I'm still getting results. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to catch me, I would have to stop running. Dang. That's how you become synonymous in your industry. I'm not letting my foot off the gas. Mm -hmm. One last thing, digestible. There's people that's way smarter than me. Mm -hmm. There's people that got way more trucks than me. Mm -hmm. There's people that's made more money than me in trucking. But you can't talk it like I talk it. Mm. I know how to communicate. That's my gift. I know how to talk. I know how to take what's in my brain and slice it up into 10 pieces so to make sure that you understand that you can digest it. Wow. That's strong. So you put me in any room with any races, what's in my head, I'm going to make sure you walk away and you understand what it is. That's why we blew up. The way I teach. I, I ain't trying to sound like the smartest person. Mm-hmm. But I want when you leave, exactly what I was trying to teach you, I want you to be able like, to, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Damn. I want to take the intimidation out of my industry. I took the intimidation out of it. I showed anybody, if you just came home from jail, if you ain't got no education, right, 
I'm showing you, like, yo, you could pull this off. And this is yeah. how I did it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Dang. I'm going to go back and watch this part right here, y'all. That was, that was some gems. I appreciate you sharing that, too, because I think it's going to help a lot of people. Like, yo, if you want to be synonymous, I mean, he literally gave the whole play right there. Now you just got to go. I am trucking. Running. I am trucking. I take the good with the bad. When the industry's doing amazing, I get the credit for it. I get the praise. And guess what? When it's doing, when 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 the industry's on a downturn, when the diesel prices is up, when the rates is down, I gotta take that too. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Yep. I gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah. 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 You had a, a clip go viral. He was like, "Yo, Tesla coming out with a truck. I'm gonna be the guinea pig. I gotta get it." Yeah. I got I got so much flack for that Tesla truck. They like, oh, it's gonna be taking away drivers. It's gonna be it's gonna take away jobs, and it ain't gonna never work. The the, the infrastructure can't support an electric uh, eighteen wheeler. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, that's fine. But I'm still gonna get it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I'm still gonna get it because that's something that's that's something that whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. the people up top they want the world to go electric. Yeah, they mm-hmm. want to get rid of emissions. That's what they going. Yeah. So me in a position that I'm in as the as a person who's coaching thousands of people in trucking, would I look like something like this, like something this revolutionary happening, and I'm not a part of it? Mm. That don't even make no sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I have to make that investment so I can give my firsthand opinions on the product. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So guess what? If it don't work, hey guys, guess what? I tried it. It didn't work. Yeah. Don't buy it. Yeah. But if it does work. I need to be able to show people how to maximize it. That's a whole different world of business. You know what I'm saying? So don't criticize me. Me, You ain't got to get it. This, it. That's what they make sidewalks for. You ain't got to get it. It ain't for <laughs> you. It's fine. But I'm in position. I'm blessed to the opportunity that I can get it. And if it doesn't work, I'll be okay. But I'm willing to make that sacrifice for my people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relationships um, are big. And I've seen you in some of the smallest rooms mm-hmm. and some of the biggest rooms. Mm-hmm. And relationships, I know something that you you value. How if, if you're talking to a new entrepreneur, like what is there any tip that you can say? Look, this is how I've been able to develop relationships with people, attract them into my life. I got to use you as an example for mm-hmm. that. When you meet new people, I think that by default, humans are programmed to think, okay. All right, this is somebody that I'm talking to new. What is it that I can benefit from this person? Yeah. Right? You sizing them up. Mm -hmm. You try to figure out what all they got going on. How can I get some money with Mm -hmm. this person? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And the other person can feel that. They can sense that. Right. I know when I'm in a meeting with somebody who's trying to extract from me. Mm -hmm. But then you have a situation like me and you, right? I never forget. I didn't know what the heck you did, bro. Mm-hmm. When I first, uh, when Jason first told me about you, when I first yeah. started following you, mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yo, dude, clean cut." He just seemed like I, I just knew, yo, this dude going somewhere, mm-hmm. and I, I, I need to align with with this mm-hmm. dude, right? So when I invited you to my office in Buckhead, we didn't have okay, <laughs> we gonna talk about this or we we gonna chop it up, and we didn't have any pre motives. Yeah. It was like, look, just come to my office, and we just gonna have a conversation, yeah, and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's it. I had no expectations with you. I just wanted to meet you. Yeah. And, bro, I, I approach a lot of my new connections like that. Wow. I'm not rushing to do business with yeah. you. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's fill each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You almost got to date people in business relationships the same way you do in 
real life. Yeah. Like, before you just jump in and marry somebody, you be like, hey, well, let me see if I like you first. Absolutely. That's big. I'm gonna give I'm gonna <laughs> give something different that you ain't not even expecting me to say. Relationships with me, yo, I respect people's time. Hmm. I try my best, Justin, to be on time for meetings. That's fact. You was on time today. I ain't, I didn't think you was gonna be on time. I was like, oh, he is here. <laughs> and you're already and we already friends. We yeah. already got our relationship. Yeah. yeah, facts. Yeah. I respect people's time, bro. You'll be surprised what impression that makes. Just being on time, especially for the first meeting. Yeah. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I ain't going to say the word judge, but I pay attention to that. Yeah. I set aside time for you to meet you today. I'm, I'm stepping away from how I make money to meet with you to see if we can make some money. Yeah. And you don't even respect my time. You, ain't even, you couldn't even show up on time, bro. Hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it be, it's the beginning stages that matters a lot, too. Yep. That that first impression. Yeah. Okay. Um, and last but not least, brother, relationships. Um, yo, man, yo, word gotta be everything, man. Yeah. Yep. Down to customers too. Like some people don't like. I, I think some people don't understand as like I've seen people they buy. I bought stuff from people, and I don't even get the delivery. I be don't forget. I'm like, damn, I never mm-hmm. got that shirt in the yeah, mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is like some simple like. That is like that's keeping your word. That's yeah. doing doing what you say you're going to do. It's so simple, but it goes so far. <laughs> Having something to bring to the table, man. Yeah, I, I love I love when Et calls me. You know, and he like, yo, Al, um, shoot, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to get a call for Didi. You know, I, I'm I'm only get a call. I'm like, all right, cool, yo, here go my man right here. He own this dealership. He'll he'll take care of you. He ain't gonna rape you. Wow. His daughter's birthday was the other day. I'm trying to do something special for her birthday. Yo, I got I got a crew out for her to pull up. Yeah. I got you. We're not gonna charge you what yeah. what we normally charge. Come through. We're we gonna make sure the balloons. We gonna make sure everything is good for her, right? Yeah. Like I love being, I love being that person. that's like, damn, I'm glad I got Alex in my life. Like, yeah, man, he just fact. makes my life so much easier. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm be, not here to take. To I'm lives. not here to take from you. Yeah. My, my my relationship. I'm not here to take from you. Yeah. 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 I want to be a serious. I want to be the plug. Like yeah. it's being a great asset in a person's life, and that and that makes people want to do things for you. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, that's a fact. I love it, man. This is a dope conversation, man. I really enjoyed it, and I I hope that one even if you're not instructing, there were so many gems <laughs> that you could apply to your business, which I actually think sometimes that's the best way to learn. Facts. There's some things that somebody in your your own space may not tell you, or sometimes it's just skills that are transferable. You're Absolutely. like, oh shoot, I'm about to take that, put that in my work. Absolutely, I learned some stuff today, so I hope you all did as well. Um, where can people find your course? Find you? I want to make sure you plug that because he ain't selling. But listen, if you're in trucking, <laughs> I mean, you should probably get the course. I mean, yeah, I mean, yo, if you're interested in trucking, you you know you got family members that uh, drove trucks before. Like a lot of people come to me, like yo, my uncle used to drive trucks. I always wanted to get into it. Um, you're already in the industry and you like, like I'm doing all right, but I ain't reaching like my full potential. Like I'm hearing the numbers that other people doing. I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, good energy worldwide is for you. You know what I mean? And it ain't even about me. It ain't just about me and me teaching you. It's about the community that we built. Um, it's about the Zoom call replays that you'll be able to go back and like all stones have been unturned when it comes down to the 18 wheelers, when it comes to dispatching. And then uh, 2023, man, what I decided, I want to take it to the next level in 2023. I want to um, be able to reach more people and create more impact in trucking. Uh, trucking is deeper than just 18 wheelers. It is. Um, you got dump trucks. You got car haulers. You got tow trucks. 
You got the oil fields. You got heavy hauling. Yeah. Right? It's so many different umbrellas. There's so many things under the trucking transportation umbrella. Yeah. And I just feel like it's a responsibility of mine to be able to reach more people. So yeah. this year, I'm bringing in the experts of all those different industries wow. inside of trucking. So this is going to be all things transportation. It's almost like an academy for all things transportation. I named it the complete trucking portal four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and I did. Like, and like, okay, but guess what? It wasn't intentional. It was just, I was just 18 wheeler guy. Yeah, yeah. 18 wheelers dispatching. That's all you're getting from me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking about 2023, I'm like, yo, how I'm calling myself the complete trucking portal, but I ain't got the complete info. So guess what? Every month, I'm bringing in experts, my friends. I don't care what they charge. If I got to pay them $10,000, $20,000 to come, I'm like, look, you ain't coming on here to sell. I need you to come on here and give a full teaching on your industry. January, we did tow trucks. Last month, we did the um, uh, railroads. This month, I'm doing car hauling. If you're interested in the transportation industry, Good Energy Worldwide is an official one-stop shop. Okay? It's education before compensation. It's education before compensation. And come train with the biggest, man. www.goodenergyworldwide.com at Alex underscore Good Energy, A-L-I-X underscore Good Energy on all social media platforms, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you coming through, man. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is great, man. I really enjoyed this. We had some laughs, too. Anytime somebody come, you know, we got the, the new ACO brand, so I like to bless them with, you know, box. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate some gear. Got, you know, tank tops. I know you've been in the gym. Yeah, so yeah, man. Couple things. I'll give you the box in this show. You, know. you can uh, grab it. But listen, bro, what you've done in this space is it's incredible, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you, Philly. Appreciate that. Here you go, bro. Oh, also, that, throw a book bro. in there, too. Thank Dave, you, man. Dave, my mentor Dave's got a book, Conceive, Believe, and Achieve. Dope book. Shout out to Dave. Yeah, yeah. I think you really enjoy it. But, man, I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate what you've done, not only for trucking, but the culture, bro. Like, Absolutely. People look at what you've been able to do. Some people have modeled it, some people copied it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, the greatest form. I can't of, train everybody. Yeah, that, that's the greatest <laughs> form of flattery. You know what I'm saying? But, like, what you've done, and then, you know, even the stuff that you did for your mom. Like, that, when you did the stuff for your mom, like, like shoot, I want to buy my parents' house. Yeah, I want to pay their house off. So, it's just, it's yeah. been an example for me too and uh you know i'm just i'm just excited to see what the next three four five decades look for in your life bro so much love man appreciate you you, man let's get it run the play listen y'all just heard some of the top plays from my guy alex good energy he is in the building and just share it trucking game relationship game and uh you know listen it's gonna take your life to the next level so y'all just got to play go run it let's go What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's Run to Play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. 